When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another special edition episode of Steeler Stat Geek. This is Steel Curtain Network editor Dave Schofield coming at you on a Monday afternoon. That's right. It's Labor Day. You're saying, why in the world am I hearing Stat Geek on a Monday in the afternoon on a holiday? Now, I'll tell you, it has nothing to do with the holiday, but what it is, is we had to, we had to, we had to call an audible. You know, it's a shame that I'm I'm a such a football Steelers fan. I, I even coached high school football for seven years, and yet every time I say it's time to call an audible with my family, they don't know what I'm talking about. And you would think of I think now they're just messing with me. But we had to call an audible. Uh, we had to pivot if you wanted to do basketball or friends reference either way, um, because one Brian Anthony Davis had a situation arise this morning with one of his animals, with one of his pets, one one of his dogs, and. He's actually at the emergency vet right now, making sure everything's being taken care of. He's like, oh, I'll I'll get the bad language as soon as I'm done. And we're like, you know what, Brian? Don't. Take the time. Make sure that Dobby is doing all right. That's the name of his dog. So I'm filling in, and it worked out perfectly because this morning at SteelCurdNetwork.com, I had an article that I ran that I finally put together numbers. I, I haven't always done this this time of year because of how meticulous I like to be up while it's the 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 90 man offseason roster when it comes to the Steelers salary cap. I haven't taken it this far because it's so hard to account for every dollar with all this craziness during cutdowns. But I was able to go through and break down and find a way to to ha- still have my own salary cap number which this I think is the first year I've actually done it at this point because in the past, I'm like, you know, it's really difficult. There's injury settlements. There's players on IR. There's a bunch of players coming out of the top 51 when they're released, others getting bumped up in. Who cancels who? How does it all work? It's just one of those things. Oh, but guess what? 
I was able to sit down and do that. And I was so happy to do it. I'm like, I'm doing this article, you know, ready to get it out there right away. I thought about saving this topic for Thursday with StatGeek, but I mean, the article ran Monday. So I'll have to go with something else for Thursday show. No, no, what it's going to be yet. You know, maybe, who knows? Maybe, maybe Brian Anthony Davis has something he really wanted to do for bad language and we can incorporate that together on Thursday. I don't know. You'll just have to tune in to find out. Make sure you're tuning into all our shows and shows. And honestly, I'm going to say this because I'm, I'm pretty sure today is the deadline that we haven't passed it yet. I should probably go in and just go to the site and make sure. But you know what? I'm going to give you the information anyway, just in case. It's the, it's the last day. They said the deadline is September 4th. I don't know if that means by before September 4th or on September 4th. But we had our Fans First Sports Network NFL ticket giveaway. Four premium tickets to any week one NFL game of your choice valued up to $5,000. All you had to do was go to contest.fansforsports.com, enter your information. I think it's just email. I'm not even sure what else you, what else you need. There might still be time. If you haven't done it, go do it. Go do it. To try to take advantage of that one last time. So... And, and as I, I, it's funny because we were joking on this on the Scobro show last week. I said, you know what? You can win two prizes if you want to. Put in for it. Let's say you only got two people to go to the game. You can win a double prize because you could win the tickets and you could win the opportunity to take Big Bro Scrum and myself to the game with you. Well, I, I, I was just putting that out there. So, <laughs> so you know, the, you know, you know, the, double, win, the, double winner there. So, anyway, so if you haven't done that, make sure you do that also. The, the contest, we're still taking sign-ups for the signed Donnie Shell Hall of Fame football. That's our Survivor League. That one takes skill. That one's not a drawing. That one takes skill of, of picking one NFL game each week to make sure you, you know, all you have to do is pick one, and if you're right, you go through. The only thing is you can't pick a team more than once. And you got to outlast everyone across the leagues. We're in our second league right now. We've got over 100 people in there. So make sure you check out sealcurdnetwork.com. Scroll down a couple articles. You'll see a picture of Donnie Shell. There's even a link down in there that just says here. You can click directly on that rather than have to go in and type in the league ID and password, which is another way that you can do it. All you need is Yahoo ID. You can be any age, but if you're under 18, we need to, we're going to have to send the foot and win. We've got to send the football to a parent or guardian and only one entry per Yahoo ID. That's, that's the rules. Um, so make sure you go check that out. I'm ready to dive into the salary cap for, for the Steelers because of because of the amount of work that I did for it. So we're going to take some time to break that down. But before we do that, we're actually going to go ahead. I don't want to have to stop while I get going. So we'll go ahead. going to take the break. Right now, we come back, roll through the salary cap. So stick around. We'll be right back. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right, Steeler fans, we are back with this special edition Stat Geek. I'm sure you're not starting to listen now that you've listened to everything up to this point. So uh, I'm not even going to bother to re-explain everything. But uh, we're with you, Bad. Hope everything's going well there. Let's look at the Steelers' salary cap situation now that they have a 53-man roster, a practice squad, and it's rolling into the season, rolling into the season. Let's let's go through piece by piece to get there. Now, when I did my last salary cap article, my goodness, I'm going to have to look back and see if I can find that number, like pages upon pages upon pages ago in my handy-dandy notebook. I, I think we were looking right around, I think it was like 9.4, but that was still, remember, that was the top 51. That was no practice squad, things of that nature. So where is it looking for there? I'd always said, keep this in mind now. I'm going to set you up with this now. I had tried to allot $7 million going into the season. So this is how I kind of finished the article, but I'm going to set it up now so you're thinking of this as we go. I said $7 million because last year is when I think I upped it. I'm pretty sure it was last year, not the year before. Um, because before I'd always said, oh, $5 million, $5 million, carry $5 million in, into the season. But now we're dealing with inflation. I mean, not just inflation in general, but we'll say inflated prices. The league minimum salaries – are, are, are going up. This was the thing that got the last CBA pushed through. I, I just have to tell you. Because, you know, a lot of the superstars are like, vote no, vote no, this is terrible, blah, blah, blah. You know what? What the owners and what the, what the NFL did is they set up a contract that was great for the majority of the players, which are base salary players. You know, think about it. There are more base salary players than superstars across the NFL. There are more practice squad players, plus base salary. All those, I mean, think about that. That The average year years in the NFL was like three years, average seasons. These guys that are playing forever, they are the exception, not the rule. So when you're talking about upping the base salaries year after year throughout the current CBA, and that's where you're paying more money, that's what most of these players see. And they're like, yeah, yeah, this is what we want to see. We want to see the guy that's coming out there trying to stick on the 53-man roster, having their having their salary go up and, and be getting paid more. So because those minimum salaries have gone up and because of the whole practice squad elevation rule, when a player comes up from the practice squad, when they're when they're elevated, remember teams can do can, can do two a game. Um, and they can do for a player three times before they would have to go through waivers again to get back on the practice squad. They could just automatically revert back. Whenever that happens, um, that player gets paid full salary for that week, not practice squad salary, full 
minimum salary based on their years of experience. So that's that's extra money that then gets paid rather than above their salary their their um, practice squad salary each week that then has to be taken account for on the salary cap. So for that reason, I up my number $2 million that they'd like to carry through. Now, does it have to be $7 million? No, we'll get to that. But I wanted to set that number out there before we got started. All right, roster move. I'm, the Steelers cut down to, fit, to 53 players. We'll get to how that all fell out. But then after they did that, they signed Desmond King. So people were probably wondering, okay, what happened with the signing of Desmond King? Well, what the Steelers, um, how much did that cost them? Well, they signed Desmond King and they released Braden Mann. They actually saved money because Braden Mann, when they claimed him off waivers, he had a, a base salary for 2023. They obviously they don't have to pay where the signing bonus was. That was paid by the Jets. But the base salary was $1.01 million for this year. Well, Desmond King is going to be getting $1.08 million, but under the veteran salary benefit contract, the, he gets paid that much, but he only counts nine hundred and forty k against the salary cap, 940000 So the Steelers actually saved a little bit of money there. So, hey, it's kind of nice. You know, you cut your second punter and bring in another cornerback that would, at one point was all pro, and you save money. Even if it's a little bit, I'm just, you know, the fact they didn't have to spend more money was was really good there. All right. So that's one thing to take into account. I'm going to take the trades and kind of lump them in whenever we talk about everything of the players cut, because whether they were cut or traded actually works out just the same way with the Steelers. So it, it, it really didn't matter whether whether those players, one way or the other, they weren't with the team. So I'm putting them in that category. So if you say, why don't you tell us about the about those trades? Well, the, that's where they'll go. You've also got to now take into account the players on injured reserve. Now, the player, the Steelers have put players on injured reserve before, but that actually didn't count against the salary cap. Um, I, know, I know places I'm mainly going to be quoting over the cap and spot rack as the two main ones where I'm getting these numbers. But, and they don't have those players accounted for in their numbers because technically they fall outside the top 51 salaries during the offseason. So they didn't, so technically the Steelers didn't have to worry about that money then. But now is when they got to worry about it. But all four players, that's right, the Steelers have four players on injured reserve. All four of them were on split contracts. And the way a split contract works is this. You get paid one amount if you're on the active roster. You get paid a lower amount if you're on injured reserve. So the Steelers have four players on on injured reserve. And according to over the cap, here's their numbers. It's Chappelle Russell at 500,000. Reynold Wren, which happened way in the the offseason, you know, earlier in OTAs. He is 475,000. You've got Corey Trice. He's $471,109 because his, his prorated bonus still has to count towards his, um, towards his split contract. And then Alfonso Graham, which is $450,000. Those are all players on season-ending IR. They can't come back. There was no injury settlement. The only way these guys go away is if they feel as if they are ready to play, pass a physical, and then they go back to the team and they have to negotiate a re- their release from the team in order to go out and sign somewhere else. That usually doesn't happen when guys go on injured reserve at this point. It's generally because they're not going to be able to play this season. So that totals uh, $1,896,109. So that's something that outcounts in the salary cap. Okay. 
Then you get the injury settlements. Uh, there were, from what I could find, there were four injury settlements that the Steelers have made. Over the cap counts this under dead money, but these were four players I know had reached injury injury settlements. So I pulled those numbers out. And here, here we go. We got Cody White with $79,167. You've got Jamarcus Bradley with actually a little bit more with $83,337. Hakeem Butler was $52,778. And Duke Dawson was $27,778. Those all go on the salary cap. That's $243,056. That now counts against the Steelers. All right. So that's so. Check, check. That's two things now accounted for. Let's look at another thing that's accounted for that wasn't accounted for during the offseason, and that was the 52nd and 53rd salary. Okay, so just as a reminder, only the top 51 salaries count towards the salary cap of the offseason. And I've had people ask in the past, why is it 51? Why is it the top 53? I, I have a theory behind it, and I think what they've done is they've studied and looked at the numbers and rounded things because just because obviously, and I'm going to bring them up here, you're going to have players outside of the top 51 salaries that make the 53 man roster, which therefore means you have players that are in the top 51 salaries that don't. And I think what they did at some point, I can't find the exact history. So this is my own hypothesis. I've said it before is that they took, okay, let's look at how much a team, you know, on, probably across the league, average or whatever, how much they're spending on their top 53. And during the offseason, how many players did that really encompass? Oh, it really encompassed 51. That's a better representation of what their 53 would be. And that's why they came up with that. Or they just said, you know, we'll give them a little bit extra room in the offseason to then have to finagle around later. It could have been either of those things. But that's that's one of the things that you deal with is that it's only the top 51 salaries. So – What's the salary of 52 and 53 that, that now has to count? What's the bottom two guys on the list? And what I did is I even did my last salary cap article. I said, I'm going to find two players out there going to make it, and I'm going to say they're the bottom two. Two players that I knew for sure that were going to make it. Well, they weren't for sure. But I believe Spencer Anderson was going to make it, and I knew Jalen Warren was going to make it. And remember, Jalen Warren was the number 53 salary last year. He had the, the lowest one. So I, I, I calculated their number together and say, this is about how much it's going to cost now. Well, I mean, because before I was thinking, you know, like Corey Trice, um, rather than Spencer Anderson, didn't when I did it early in the offseason, because I thought, you know, there's one of the two seventh rounders has a chance to make it. Well, Trice is on the IR. Spencer Anderson made it. But that was before, when I did that article, that was before the trade of both Kevin Dotson and Kendrick Green. So now you move out two offensive linemen. I'm like, now Spencer Anderson. Yeah, he's good. Now I'm going to count him. Oh, didn't even know about that. Dylan Cook, he makes the roster. He's now the 53 salary on there. So it's Spencer Anderson is 52. Dylan Cook is 53. That's $769,446 for Spencer Anderson because he was a $750,000 base salary and $19,446 prorated from his signing bonus that he got as a draft pick. Dylan Cook had no signing bonus. He's just got the 750000 So those are the two cap numbers. When you add them together, that's $1,519,446. That now gets accounted for. That's under what I had been projecting all throughout the offseason. So that's kind of nice. So that's something else to take into account. So now we're getting there. 
practice squad. Now, when I ran this article this morning, I mean, I wrote it last night. Since then, over the cap has actually adjusted their numbers. They actually, at the time, they didn't have the last three practice squad players that the Steelers signed on Saturday. I'm good. Yeah, Saturday. I'm going with Saturday. That they announced on Saturday. They didn't have that, but Spot Rack did. And so I went with the Spot Rack number because they actually had them. Now I'll tell you, since the article was written, there is a discrepancy with one of the players. Um, over the cap has one of the players at a higher amount where Spot Rack does not. So, but but I'm I'll, I'll go over that real quick because what it is, is 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 that a team can have up to well I mean uh, up to six players that aren't that that aren't the old school practice squad eligible players. Um, vested veterans get get paid more on the practice squad. They get paid more. So. OTC has three players that are at a higher salary on the practice squad. That's Josiah Scott, Braden Fajoko, and Anthony Brown. SpotRack has four. They have uh, Quadri Olazon as a higher number. They had him as the higher number, the, the, which is, happens to be $370,800 for the season. What's crazy is in the since I hit record to start this show, to right now where we are in the show, they changed it. They took him off. So my numbers, I'm having to, I'm going to have to adjust this a little bit as we go because there's that difference. Because now the difference is pretty small because the other players get to play or, or get paid $216,000 for the season. Now, what's you have to remember with that is that this is counted for the season, but these players might fluctuate. They get paid every week, even the bye week. So it's 18, 18 checks, that amount divided by 18, that's what they get paid. If a player goes off the practice squad, they only get paid if they're on the practice squad when rosters are set at 4 p.m. on Saturday for Sunday game, that kind of thing. If, this, if you make a move where a player gets moved, where someone else gets signed to the practice squad and that player gets moved, they could have practiced you know, two, well, they don't practice on Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday, and even maybe Friday, and the moves made after practice on Friday, they don't get paid for being on the practice squad that week because they didn't make it that far. The player that replaces them would be paid. So the thing to remember is this could fluctuate a little bit because you could get more higher, higher salary guys coming in, or you could get a lower salary guy coming in in place of one of the higher salary guys. But I'll, I'll tell you right now, the difference right now is $154,800. So that's the, so the number that I came up with for my salary cap number is going to be that much less than, than, than what it is now, because that's a change that literally happened while I was recording the show. So, but those are the players on the practice squad. So they got 13 at the lower rate, three at the higher rate, and that ends up equating to da, 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 I got to bring it up here. It's just under four thousand dollars, three thousand or not four thousand, four million, three million three hundred ninety-two thousand four hundred dollars. That is how much the the Steelers are right now paying for the practice squad. All right, so that's that is what it is. Moving on to the next thing. So here it is. We got the practice squad. Now let's talk about the players that were kept and the players that were released. One thing I did not do that I have to say that I, I regret 
is I should have taken a screenshot of some of these various not various, but of the of the Steelers' 90-man roster and what everyone made before the cuts were made. So I knew what the salaries were of everybody. That you know, Lesson learned. I'm going to do that next year. I've got to remember to do that next year so I can tell you the exact dollar amounts of some of the players that moved on from the Steelers. So, I mean, some of them we know pretty well. We, we talked about – I'd already mentioned the whole Kevin Dotson and what that ended up saving the Steelers. Um, but there was some dead money involved with that. There was also the, the 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 Kendrick Green. Now we can look at Kendrick Green here shortly because shortly briefly because he's uh, uh, I haven't talked about him since he was traded about the exact numbers. Now the Steelers are are, are taking a dead money hit for him. And I'll get to those different dead money hits. You know what? I, I can go ahead and tell you that, that they're taking a dead money hit each of the next two years of $226,502. Now you're saying, why is it each of the next two years? Because it was a post June 1st trade. That means rather than a team have to take on all the, all the cap charge of someone that they, that they move on for, whether it's cut trade or whatever, they they only have to take on what they were expected to this year, but everything that was left as that would be dead money all comes in next year. Kendrick Green had one more year left on his contract after 2023 is 2023, 2024. So it's pretty much an even split. But the Steelers don't have to pay his just over $1.1 million salary. So that's kind of how much that's how much they they saved off the salary cap. So that's a little bit of the numbers with him. But there were other players that that were released by the Steelers that did save some money. Uh, Zach Gentry, although he was on one of those special four-year salary benefit contracts, um, it was a special thing like like Terrell Edmonds had it last year. He had the full amount. Gentry only had Gentry only had a partial um, bit of that. So the only thing with him is he had a $152,500 signing bonus that goes as dead money. But other than that, it was over, I think his cap number was just over 1.2 million, something like that. I I really wish I had some of those there, but he was one. Um, Let's see some, some of the other one, Tanner Muse. I know he was like a 1.01 million. Nick um, Kwiatkowski was, I think he was the 940,000 type. Um, so he was someone that was that that one of those non 940k salaries that were right on the cusp uh, with the Steelers 51 top 51. Um, some of those guys when they move out, the smaller amounts move up. There were players, or sorry, there are players on the Steelers that were not in the top 51 that now have moved up because of being there. Uh, I mentioned that was before that was going to be the case. Someone like Nick Herbig with his 918. 231 uh, salary cap hit. Uh, Connor Hayward was nine, was just under 909,000. Mark Robinson was just under 900,000. Calvin Austin, the third, um, he's like 876,000. Jalen Warren, who I mentioned from last year, 874,000. These are, these are players that they now have a lower cap hit that take, that took the place of players that were released with a higher cap hit. Um, a lot, you know, a lot of 940,000 ones that wouldn't have mattered. You know, Braden Fajoko, he was one that, that didn't have, you know, didn't, didn't have that, um, going on there. But there is dead money with some of these players. Let's go ahead and talk about the Steelers' overall dead money that they have carrying for now, just because it's it's something that, that we can do. 
So, like, the number one dead money hit for the Steelers this year is actually Stefan Tuitt because when because he waited to retire until June 1st. This was a big deal when it happened. I said, I'm kind of scared about this date. He waited until then, which meant the Steelers got to spread out his cap, his dead, his dead money into the future. So he still had uh, $4,755,000 that was counting. Now, these were all, all this dead money, a lot of this was already counting towards the salary cap. It's only the new dead money that was counting towards the salary cap. Like Miles Jack, I already accounted for him. Cam Sutton, the $2.1 million, already accounted for him. Akella Witherspoon, just under our $1.5 million, I'd already accounted for him. Same with Chase Claypool. Same with Arthur Millette with $50,000. Uh, Claypool was $593,025 for anyone who wants to know. Then there's a significant, significant drop-off. Still players I was counting. The, the Buddy Johnson. Two hundred forty nine thousand six hundred seventy two. That all, that was a big one coming due because he had multiple years uh, left. Whenever he was released last year, uh, so so this was like two years worth all coming through. Uh, now, then next was the Kendrick Green that I already mentioned the two hundred twenty six thousand five hundred two. The Steelers have a dead money hit for Anthony McFarland when they cut him last year and put him on the practice squad. His money from his original contract came through as dead money split between last year and this year. That's 180K. Uh, Kevin Dotson, when I went over his, his was 164, just under 165,000. Um, Zach Gentry, I mentioned his 152.5. Um, then, then you get into, you know, they have under dead money some of these, um, that I already went over the, the the injury settlements like Jamarcus Bradley, Cody White. Steelers still have um, dead money for Chris Oladokun. It's, it's a good bit because it's three years worth now because it was only one year's worth last year. It's three years worth this year. Sixty seven thousand. I say it's a good bit, but really, in the whole scheme of the salary cap, it's not a lot. But these little amounts add up. Uh, let's see who else. Laraven Clark was fifty thousand dollars. Uh, Trey Norwood was $23,000. Um, and that's um, for people for this year, Tanner Morgan, $8,033. Um, there, I know there's more David Prowlis, even though he's on the, the, the Steelers practice squad, his original, the dead money from his original contract has to come due now 5,000 for this year. That's probably then puts him at like 15,000 for next year. Um, James Nwayamaya, that guy <laughs> that was with the Steelers that I'm going to mess up his, his name. Even Monty Potabom, who retired after two practices, the, the signing bonus um, is, I mean, the Steelers could, I guess technically they could try to go after it. I just don't know if they did or not. Um, Jordan Bird and even even BT Potter has has one thousand six hundred sixty six dollars towards the towards dead money. But those are the de- the dead money uh, listings. Now, in cl- that this is a number that in, that it had included on. If you go to overthecap.com, it includes the the one I already talked about of the injury settlements. So my dead money that I had after taking that off, I have it as thirteen. Million nine hundred four thousand one hundred twenty-seven dollars. That's the that's dead money. That most of that was counted for, but that went up some with some of these cuts. Okay, we're now to the moment of truth. You're like, man, Dave, just get to what the Steelers' cap number is. But I had to explain it. I really did. I I wanted to tell you where all these numbers came came from. Now, first, I'll tell you the number that I had in the article. Which, as soon as I'm done recording, I have to go back and change because the number in the article. I had just over $6.3 million, just over $6.3 million in cap space. Now, 
once I take into account that error, I'm, I'm, I'm calling it what it was because SpotRack had it out there and then they changed it. The error from SpotRack now has it at, I have $6.48 million. So almost $6.5 million. Now, are the Steelers satisfied with $6.5 million going into the season? They very well could be. I would not be shocked if they just roll with it. I said seven because I didn't know how much they would want. 6.5 might be plenty for them. But what if it's not? What if it's not? Now, I almost forgot something. I really almost forgot something. There's a difference now because I'll I'll tell you right now. um, OTC has the Steelers at 5.8, $5.8 million, 5.89 actually. So we'll say 5.9. What's the difference? Over the cap did not have any kind of restructure or adjustment on Gunnar Olszewski that was announced late last week. There was the report came out that Gunnar Olszewski's salary, they they said the Steelers restructured it. I think this was Field Yates that put this out there, that the Steelers restructured Gunnar Olszewski to where he was no longer counted $2.6175 million on the salary cap, that now instead he counts, and I want to get you that exact number, $2.0265 million. So what did the Steelers do? I mean, I calculated the numbers. If they wanted to add two void years to his contract um, and and they had to bring – I did this all in an article last week. Then it would have had to bring in – they would have had to shift over $888,000 from base salary to signing bonus. Then he was going to be in the books after being off off the – no longer under contract because of void years. Steelers haven't used void years other than in 2021. So I wasn't convinced that that was it. Now, OTC still has them at the higher rate because I don't think they can find out what was actually done. SpotRack, who, who jumps on some of this stuff, as you can see, sometimes too early because with the whole Quadri Olison issue, they have it reduced and they just have it flat up as a salary cut that instead of being paid $2 million this year that was part of his contract, they haven't been paid $1.409 million. That's where they they got where the, the Field Yates report of saving $591,000. Is this the case? I think it's still a little bit not sure. So I'm going with it actually happen when you get a reliable source like a Field Yates. That that's why I'm 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 confident now that now that I had to adjust it with the one with the one player from the practice squad that the Steelers are I'll say six point four million dollars is, is a good safe estimate. Now could we come back and find out that that Gunnar Olszewski thing really didn't happen? Then the Steelers are down under six million. But right now all we can do is go with what we got. And I'll tell you if you go to SpotRack right now and you look at their estimated cap space, they have the Steelers at ten point eight million dollars because. Although they have the practice squad totaled, they didn't actually take it off the amount. So, and they have they have some things on there that they shouldn't. They I've said this before. They have Joe Hegg counting and in, 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 as half a million dollars in dead money. Joe Hegg was not under contract for 2023. You can't have dead money for a player that didn't have a contract that year that didn't have void years. His contract didn't have void years or anything else like that. So he was off the books last year. I don't know why they have this there, but that's an error that they've had. So 
it, do the Steelers want a little bit more money? If the Steelers want a little bit more money, they could do an easy restructure. And my go-to guy for the restructure is one Trent Jordan Watts. You're probably saying, well, TJ already has a, has a big number. Why do you want to go ahead and, and restructure him? Well, first of all, they already did a full restructure of Minka Fitzpatrick in the offseason to give them some nice space. So that's that, that that that's why you're not doing something like that. Cam Hayward already has a pretty high cap number one this year and next year. He's only got one year left, so everything you would do now gets moved into exactly one other year. Don't like that. Could you do another player um, – that, that has one year that, that you, I mean, you could do a Deontay Johnson, you could do a Chooks score for, you could, but TJ Watt makes the most sense because he's got this year plus two more years on his contract. So anything you cut this year, basically the amount of money you would move over as a signing bonus, you only have to pay for a third of that this year and two thirds of it split across the next two years. So for example, easy way to do it. Let's say they move $3 million. Of, of TJ Watt's $20 million base salary, let's say they move that into a signing bonus. That would save the Steelers $2 million towards the cap because only $1 million of that would count this year. They would add an extra million to, to, to 2024, an extra million to 2025, if they felt they wanted to do that. Well, what would that do to the numbers? That would make TJ Watt's 29-plus million salary cap number for this year drop down to $27 million some number. Uh, then in 2024, instead of at 30.4 million, he'd be at 31.4. And it's the exact same number, except for maybe a dollar at the end in 2025. So it would only up him, you know, from 30 million to 31 million um, going into those last two years. So it wouldn't be that big of a deal. If they feel like they need a little bit of money, to me, that's the easiest way to do it. And some people are wondering, well, why wouldn't you do more? Well, you only do more I understand they don't want to have his number grow that much if they don't need to. But it also wouldn't wouldn't be crazy for them to, to do that partial restructure. They did it last year. They moved part of his salary into a bonus, but not all of it. If they if the Steelers wanted to to move all of it, I think they get they can get like another $12 million. But do you really want another $6 million cap number for the next two years on top of what TJ Water already is? I don't think so. So he's always been the, the safety net of if they needed to do anything they could. I think the Steelers are, are probably just going to roll with it as long as that Gunnar Olszewski stuff really is what it was. Whew, I actually went much longer today than I thought I would, but I, I laid out the numbers the best that I could. And what's what, if anything, it shows you today in this special edition podcast is that these numbers change. <laughs> I mean, no joke. I brought it up, and before I, and I just to make sure it was there where they had four players that that higher amount. I hit, and I brought that up right before I hit record. I hit refresh, and it changed to three. So during the recording of this show, it even changed with some of these numbers coming in. So that's why I like to do it as an estimate. But are the Steelers, they're, they're not sitting there with a with more money than they typically need going into the season or typically like to have, I would say. I, I think they're sitting with the right amount that they want. So if they wanted more, even if you don't spend it, it gets rolled over into the next year. So if they wanted to add another couple million, just say, Let, let's give ourselves even more of a safety net because we can. And if they don't use it, it just rolls into next year's cap uh, that gets going on there. Make sure you are with us all week as we are 
diving into the Steelers taking on the San Francisco 49ers now in less than a week. We are six days away. Uh, really excited to get to the regular season. We'll have lots of coverage here at Steel Curtain Network. We'll have the the, the same lineup that we've been been bringing you uh, throughout the, the offseason, you know, with a, with a couple tweaks, you'll, you'll hear my last-minute thoughts Sunday morning, which is something that that hasn't been around since last season. And if you're new to us now the, and, and like, oh, what's that about? That's me Saturday night late. I'll record any news going up to it if there were any, you know, practice squad elevations, any changes in injury status. Basically get, get you up to date on all the last-minute things, kind of like a little short pregame show that we have leading up to the to the game on Sunday. And as I said before, make sure you're checking out SteelCurtainNetwork.com for all your Steelers' needs. Whew, we went a little bit late. I hope I did all right filling in for Brian. And as I always say to end my shows. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Thanks for geeking out. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.